0: A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaytanir Rajim Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Ya ayyuha al-Ladina amanu la tuqaddimu baina yadayillahi wa rasoolihi wa attaqullah إِنَّ اللَّهَ سَمِيعٌ عَلِيم Sadakullahu al Yesterday we had been discussing one point on which we had finished off. In this ayat, the occasion of the revelation was already discussed, that there was this discussion between Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq and Sayyidina Umar Farooq and they had started this discussion before Rasulullah instruction. So on that this ayat was revealed as a correction to them that don't advance before Allah and His Rasul But there is a principle of the muhaddithin that Al-ibratu loves la khususil mawrid The meaning is not confined to the specific occasion when that ayat was revealed or the specific incident that happened at that time The lesson and the message is for all times, for all people. So in the more broader sense and for us in this ayat Allah command is to us that don't advance before Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that don't jump the gun before you know what is the command of Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in a situation. That you have to now do something, first know what is required of you in terms of Shariat. Don't jump the gun. And this is where many a problem arises, where everybody is very, very strong on their view, but nobody found out what is the correct thing. Everybody believes what they have in mind, what they are claiming, that's the right thing, but is that really right? We don't have the knowledge, we don't have that understanding, we haven't found out and without any knowledge and without having found out we still insisting on what we are saying so for us this will be the command that first find out what is the requirement of sharia and then further Allah says what taqullah Allah now when you are saying something see Allah ta'ala what is the underlying motive of what you are saying sometimes a person is saying something what is right but the underlying motive is wrong he's saying something right but he's saying it just to score points somewhere so now he found an opportunity to run somebody down because that person did something which he made a mistake in so now he's got the opportunity so what he's saying is right but his purpose is merely to humiliate somebody so that intention is totally wrong so allah taala is saying wattaqullaha fi allah inna allah سَمِيعٌ alim allah is all hearing allah t'ala is hearing what is being said and he's all knowing as well alim of what is in the heart what is the motivation what is the intention what is the purpose so yesterday we were discussing this aspect that this is on a broader level this is not related in any way to the incident which this ayat was revealed on that generally these issues these disputes this kind of discord and the problems that arise the underlying issues in many, many instances is one of two things. One is what was discussed yesterday and that is that khudrai, being self-opinionated, being very, very overconfident about one's opinion and then sticking by it, come what may, that will not change. And then sometimes it becomes as clear as daylight to the person that this isn't right. Then too, the person now doesn't want to shift from that position one bit. That is clearly pride. When the person has understood and realized that this is wrong, this is not, what I'm saying is not correct, then to still insist on it, to still try to make some kind of interpretation for it, not to retract it. This stems from pride. This is what has been clearly mentioned in the Hadith Sharif. That pride, what is pride? بَطَرُ الْحَقْ وَغَمْتُ Nas. It has two elements in it. One is to reject the truth. person has understood the truth, he has recognized it or understood it, and he still doesn't accept it. Why? Because now it will mean retracting, and if he is going to retract what he was saying, or accept and acknowledge, that what he was doing was wrong, or what he was saying was wrong, so now this might become a means of him being looked down upon by somebody perhaps, or as it's generally described that his nose might go out of proportion, because now he had to acknowledge that he was wrong. So this is pride, this is clearly pride, and this is a very, very major problem, very serious malady, It's a cancer of the heart. So sometimes a person is just very self-opinionated, there might be two situations, one is it's a matter of some mas'ala, it's a matter of some ruling of deen, it's a matter of either it is right or wrong in deen. So that too doesn't require any debate, especially a person who doesn't have that level of knowledge. One is having knowledge also, but that level of knowledge where he has that deeper insight So even that surface knowledge doesn't qualify him to start debating in these matters. And a person who is not knowledgeable in deen, then this completely excludes him from debating in these things. Now sometimes, from time to time, these kind of things come up. There was a big argument between husband and wife over what? One party said that this is the masala, this is the ruling. And the other said, no, that ruling is something else. On some matter, whatever the issue is, and now that debate started. Now that debate is start, that is going to go on, on what basis is that debate? Now each one is trying to prove himself or herself right, but without any knowledge, we heard something somewhere, or just picked up something, don't know whether we understood it right, or didn't understand it right, whether we remembered it right or not. Now we thought that this is what it was, so now we are fighting over it. Very simple thing was, okay, Maybe I am mistaken, or maybe you are mistaken. But how to come to know who's mistaken? We we'll have to find out. As simple as that. But at that time, nobody wants to find out anything. Everybody wants to just prove themselves right. All this stems from that same pride. It stems from this chudrai, from this self-opinionated temperament. That what I have opined, that must be right. So. This is the one big problem. So either it's a matter of deen, then obviously it's a very simple solution that find this topic right here, we don't know who's right and who's wrong. Either way, it could be one of us that's right, one of us is wrong, we need to find out. And as soon as we get the ruling from somebody who both have the confidence in, who is somebody that is experienced in deen, they will go by it and carry on from there. So there is no need to get into any argument. And if it doesn't really pertain to a mas'ala, a matter of deen, it's some other mundane issue, whether something must be done in this manner or that manner. It's not a deeny issue, that if you do it like this, then it will be sawab, if you do it like this, it will be sin. So whether you should leave at 7 o'clock in the morning or leave at 9 o'clock in the morning. Now there's no... To ruling in deen that you leave at 7 o'clock in the morning then you'll get more sawab and you leave at 9 o'clock then there'll be a sin so now that becomes a debate so now because 7 o'clock I feel will be better because of certain things so come what may I will go to any extent to prove that that is the best thing to do and not prepared to accommodate any other suggestion in the, in the issue The other party feels differently you will fight for over that but if somebody just says that, okay, whatever, it might be this way or that way, let's come to some decision and forget about the details of it. But that's not something that anyone is ready to do. We'll have to argue over it, fight over it, and then small little things become major issues. That argument gets left one side, instead of the point that was being discussed, which became an issue, it starts now moving on to some personal insults. That argument will get left one side, but some personal insults will start flying now. And sometimes one wonders that it's adults that are talking like this, when one has to hear what, what was said and how it was said, or whether it is little children. It's really amazing, it's really mind-boggling, that what kind of things are then just hurled around, and what hurtful things are said. The issue was now over one's. Small little issue, then it became personal insults, and then it didn't stop there, then the insults started getting hurled at the parents of the person. This is, your father is just like this. So now, that argument was between the spouses, now the insults are getting hurled at somebody's father, and somebody's mother, and then somebody's grandfather and grandmother. So from where to where, and now, they get to hear about it because nowadays everything is on the turn everything is instant so there'll be a message that will be flying around and then everybody gets into the brawl and Allah forbid homes have broken on this marriages have broken over silly arguments so this is the one aspect this khudrai. and as mentioned that this was the thing that the mashaikh made the effort on and they emphasized on making fana of this rai, annihilating this opinion that I, I am somebody, I can also have an opinion. We are far from having opinions, we need to follow. We need to ask. We are not in a position to have opinions, we are in the position where we should follow. Ask those of knowledge if you do not know, especially in a matter of deen. In other things, day-to-day issues, fine, somebody will... Prefer one thing; somebody will prefer another thing. These are not things to make a big deal about, make issues out of them. We have to learn how to work around these things and come to some kind of understanding and compromise and move forward. The other part of it is khudgarzi. This was one khudrai, the other is khudgarzi. Simply translated, selfishness. Now, the selfishness it manifest itself in various ways. Selfish about what? One is that nature, there's a selfishness in the nature. So now that selfishness will play out if I see somebody else taking the credit for something. That now something was done, whatever happened, but somebody else is getting the praise for it. Sometimes it might even be that one spouse is getting praised for it. So that becomes too much. That Why was I overlooked here? I also had a part in this. Now that selfish nature, it plays out in such ajeeb ways and in such unimaginable situations. Now because somebody else seems to be getting the credit, one friend, he put it this way. He said, whenever there is somebody wanting to take the credit, by all means take it. Just give me the cash only. I'll be happy with that. I don't need the credit. Anybody wants to take the credit, keep it. So really that is, it was more a light-hearted thing and a joke, but that is a very deep reality that give the credit to others and you'll cash in in the court of Allah Ta'ala. If a person is not concerned about taking credit, there's really no limit to what he can achieve. And achieve in terms of what inshallah he will be able to produce with the fazil of Allah Ta'ala And obviously, that is where the ikhlas is. Because he's not worried about the credit, he'll cash in in the court of Allah Ta'ala. Because everything is dependent on that ikhlas. But when this focus goes on who's getting the credit, and why am I getting left out of this, now that becomes a problem. So in some way or the other, a person has to now try to draw the attention. And in drawing this attention, now then there's no rule. Because if I have to draw the attention to myself, I have to do it by any any means. Whether it is something that crosses the line, line of gene, whether it crosses the line of somebody's respect, or whatever it might be, but now I need to draw the attention to myself. So now the person will run his own parents down too. He'll run his spouse down. The spouse, the hus- wife will run the husband down. People will run their own children down, just so that there's something that they want to get out of it, let alone others who are further from the circle. So these are the ajib things that happen, but all the underlying issues are these matters. And these things then become major problems and Allah forbid, what becomes the end result? The kind of issues that then, the, the distress and the heartache and the misery that results out of all this. So the thing that we have been taught. Wattaqulah fi Allah. This is the theme of Ramadan. This is the theme of the whole Quran. It starts off right at the beginning, Hudalil Muttaqin, and the month of Ramadan has come to emphasize and to boost the same aspect of taqwa repeatedly in the Qur'an Sharif. Various commands are given, and Wattaqulah fi Allah. The same point here again. One is what causes these issues but the same in the same ayat is the ilaj as well that when these things are going to become the basis on which we are going to deal with each other khudrai and Khud in that selfishness and selfishness we just took one example there's so many things in that how things small little things i feel maybe i was deserving of something but it's not really deserving. But no, I should have been given preference for that. Why was somebody else given preference in this? So that becomes a big problem. person who has that heart, that generosity at heart, he says, so, if somebody got a little bit extra of something, so what? What less, what short do I have? If somebody got something extra, Mubarak to him, Alhamdulillah, make dua for him. The person who has that heart, he's not khud He he's not selfish, It's very easy to get past things. It's very, very easy to just dismiss things that could have become issues. Because he has the heart. And if he doesn't have the heart, the smallest things will become mountains on him. And now under that weight, he won't be able to just be sitting easily. He will have to do something to get this weight off. How will he get that weight off now? He'll have to start making an issue with somebody else. That one point yesterday, he just started off and we got diverted somewhere, that sometimes something has become an issue. So some people now react wrongly to something that became an issue. Maybe somebody else did something wrong already, but that is wrong. As was discussed in the example, that sometimes there is one wrong, but then how we react, we multiply it by ten. So one is that type of person, he is fine, but if something happened, he doesn't know how to react correctly how to manage the situation, how to handle it right, so it's not to say that somebody else did something wrong that is condoned, wrong is wrong, what somebody else did wrong that is wrong also, but how to manage that, how to contain it, how to reduce the problem, that is the thing that is required, so one is that person who doesn't have that in his mind that I should try to work positively in this matter. Try to contain this problem, try to reduce it, try to work around it, try to resolve it. Then there is another type of person, if there is no problem, that becomes a problem for him. Everything is calm, everything is going very fine, there is no issue, there is a state of happiness. He can't digest that. Something has to be said, something has to be done to disrupt this. Tra- something is not right, why everything is fine? That, imagine what level that is, these might sound like some strange things, but these are unfortunately tragic realities, based on reports where people themselves confess, well, I don't know, I just had to say something, why did you have to say something? I don't know, I just felt, now everybody was sitting there laughing and joking, I just felt that probably we were joking about me. They were saying something against me. Way from the people who had been talking and just having some light-hearted conversation. You see, we didn't even know this person was around. He was furthest from our mind. Now, from nothing, an argument breaks out. Because the person assumed, now this is another whole chapter, this aspect of su uz This is Shaitan's handiwork. Shaitan will just whisper something where there's nothing. Now a person's mind will run on one assumption. Just assume something. Sometimes something happened which was wrong. Something somebody did was wrong. But that wrong was a sheer mistake. There was no ill intent in it. It was just an oversight. It was just a mistake. It was just something that the person and Wrong is wrong, but mistakes happen, people do make mistakes, we make mistakes also. Have we never made mistakes in our life? But now that mistake which was wrong obviously, but it was sheer mistake, there was no ill intent behind it. But now our mind runs to create the ill motivations that this person we think had. The ill intent we assume that he had. So now on that we build a whole multi-story building of evil. This, was the, this happened because of this. This person has this in his heart. This person from long was trying to get back at me. This person, that one time I made some mistake and I said something, this was the revenge he took. Whereas that was a sheer mistake. Hazrat Yahya bin Mu'az rahimahullah is a he says that part of the zan is that when you can't find any excuse for the action of your brother, then too you say to yourself that no, he probably had some correct motivation in this and it was a mistake, I can't figure it out. When you have tried to make an excuse for him and after all the excuses you thought about but that didn't seem to fit in, that no it can't be this also, can't be that, that eventually you give up and say, but there must be still something, some positive issue was at mind. Unfortunately, it went wrong. He was trying to do something right, or he was trying to say something to maybe cheer me up. It came out wrong. He was trying to just be a little bit lighthearted, but he didn't realize that what he was trying to joke about was not really a joke. It was offensive. So now it was wrong, it was 100% wrong. But you are still trying to find some positive underlying motive for it, trying to make some excuse for him. This is the teaching of deen. This is the teaching of deen. This is what maintains that harmony. Because we all make these mistakes. It's not that only others make these mistakes. We also make these mistakes. We also sometimes say things out of turn. We also sometimes blurting something out. And others do the same also. It's not correct, we all have to learn, we all have to correct ourselves, we all have to take that guidance and correct ourselves, but this is part of that ilaj, that a person now adopts this husnul he's trying to make excuses for others, for the Yusuf after all the issues that happened, and now he's reunited with his parents, now his brothers are there, and they were the cause of all the problems and issues that happened right through. They wanted to kill him to start off with but then eventually settled on throwing him into the well. When he was brought out, they sold him off as a slave and then when they made a story at home and caused untold grief to their father, Hz. Jacob and Hz. Yusuf It was on all this, what they started off, that he was eventually now wrongly imprisoned and stayed so long in prison and now when the time comes, that he is reunited with his parents. He starts off the discussion on the note of shukar. That min min There is such a long story to tell. You know where it started off from? These are the fellows who caught me and threw me in the well. They were first intending to kill me. That whole party deleted. Where he started off from? Started off on the exit from prison. Not even on the entry to prison. Allah Ta'ala's kindness. SubhanAllah. Allah Ta'ala brought me out of prison. I was wrongly thrown in there. Unjustly thrown into prison. Allah Ta'ala, forget that. He forgot that whole issue. Deleted that whole story. Started off on the note of shukar. Allah Ta'ala brought me out of prison. And Allah Ta'ala brought you from this rural end. Where you were in this faraway place. Mimbadi and Nazarah Shaitan, but now this had to be settled also somewhere in between. It got settled in one line. After Shaitan caused this issue between my brothers and I, loaded it on Shaitan and forgot about it. Now this is the message and lesson that we have been given that to maintain this peace and harmony which is such an important aspect, which is such a desired thing, which is a requirement, which is a command. That reconcile, create that harmony. So this requires this heart. And without this heart, then every small thing will become a big problem. So this is where that khud becomes a problem. That selfishness. The person who has a selfish nature, he will never be able to digest small, small things also. And every small thing will become a big problem for him. And the person who has a heart, lots of things will just bypass him and he won't bother about it. And he will be at peace. It'll become a source of peace for others as well.